Welcome to episode 11 on Avaris Media. I'm Clyde, and today we're going to talk about chaos. Because chaos is a thing. Um, is everything, like, okay with you? Because, I mean, looking around, it's like everything's kind of uh, craziness. And uh, there's a lot of things going on that... Well, I mean, do we have an answer for it? So, you can choose any number of topics for conversation on this. Um, there's the coronavirus, COVID-19. There's a lot of uh, people up in arms over uh, different forms of racism. There's a whole lot of uh, conversation regarding politics of the new year. Um, I think, I mean, honestly, there's just, there's no, no shortage of things you can discuss, whether it's, uh, you know, something that's political or, you know, you know, life related. And it's very difficult. Now, we did do a episode talking about meditation and ways to kind of help center yourself and i think you really should definitely take that to heart there's definitely need for self-centering self-reflection um i think part of the uh chaos that we're going to talk about is uh when we discuss uh like social media is a really good example of just a chaotic wellspring of information just tons of information available the access to the internet tons of access to information and i think that because we're in the now generation where we can have access to all this information real time it's just at the tip of our fingers it's a it's a giant issue um I think that information in itself isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think it's just a matter of properly vetting your information sources. Um, good versus bad, left versus right, up, up versus down. There's just no shortage of animosity. There's no shortage of argument. There's no shortage of some form of unease or hatred or any number of things. Well, when I refer to chaos in this particular case, I mean like unorganized or disorder or disarray or just anything that just seems like it's not really streamlined. So streamlined would be something like efficiency standards when you're producing a product. You produce a widget. The widget has a, con a conception, so you conceive of an idea. Okay, so you write it down on paper. This is my widget. And then you run around and perhaps you find a manufacturer that's willing to build your widget, you know, just the uh, prototype of your widget for cost. And then that widget 
gets vetted and you find out whether or not you have the money to do a full-scale production run based on maybe you have a panel of, you know, the demographic that takes a look at it and says, hey, that's interesting, I like it. And they would say, oh, yeah, I'll buy it. And I'd probably pay, like, this much for it. Well, then you go into the manufacturing side. And where this changes is that you get the manufacturing that's prefabric. So there's, like, already manufacturing companies that are willing to build your widget or you decide to build your own widget in this case we're going to we're going to focus on building your own widget so you have to start from scratch and you have to build this widget and all the different steps that that takes well over time you're going to realize that oh if i do this it's much faster than if i do that so you start looking at efficiency and then there might be a time where it's like, well, we got to get the cost down. So let's use this material instead of this material because it's, it's equal, but this material is cheaper. So there's more efficiency. So you get the efficiency of production and you got the efficiency of cost. All of that stuff makes total sense until it gets to the consumer, in which case, you know, it's like, this is how much it costs to build. This is what we need to get for profit or this is what we want to bring it to market to so or bring it to market for so we can get x amount of profit so you produce a widget at an expected number so you have employees you have operational expenses you have electric and all that that has to get rolled into your cost and then you divide that cost by the amount of time that it's required for you to pay so if you are running a 30-day projection, so say it costs you $2,000 in electric per month and like you're spending about $15,000 or so on salaries per month or, you know, or hourly, whatever, and you got all these other expenses. So at the end of the day, let's just say that it costs you $20,000 a month. So the number of widgets you build, you want to exceed that number. So you need to have enough profit to roll into the next month if you have a low service month or something to that effect. That's, this is a very like perfect scale. This is what we need to produce to get this. So, which I'm sure is absolutely considered in many things, but it doesn't, it's not always so cut and dry. But the point is that there's a structure involved when you're discussing making stuff and being efficient chaos that would be when you come up with your own idea and you're gonna build it regardless and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that and there's no no actual flow there's no vetting there's no nothing you just decide i'm gonna build it i'm gonna bring it to market on my own you don't launch it in a proper platform you're paying more than you're getting and that that would be more of a chaotic side of that particular argument. Well, in our case, it's like if we focus on social media, and social media has any number of things that can pop up on your feed at a given time. Now, you have the opportunity to opt out of many things in social media, but you don't get to opt out on the things that make that platform money. Now, you could try to opt out on it, but they'll just put something else in that's not on that one but maybe it's a different one so you can keep saying no i don't want to i want to opt out of this i want to opt out of this but you'd be doing that forever i don't want to see these type of ads but you're going to do that forever 
Because face it, they know everything about you because this is what you're interested in. All these different things are linked to all these other things. So, I mean, if you even think about a particular product, all of a sudden it magically appears on your feed. Not even kidding. That's actually happened to me several times. So that's one side of the chaos. I mean, it's not really designed as chaos is designed as something that's going to go to you as an impulse, something that's going to appeal to you to spend money. So the advertiser gets some form of money out of it and the platform gets some money out of it in way of the advertising. Now there's a lot of different things. You've got friends like direct friends that you know, people that you talk to regularly or that you have history with that you may not talk to regularly, but you like to share back and forth because you grew up with them. And then you've got other people that sent you a friend request that you may have met in passing and then they get added to your feed and maybe you add some other, uh, you know, friends or connections from there because you feel like it's, you know, beneficial. Well, next thing you know, you're inundated with all these different things in your feed every single day. Now, you may look at it from the politics standpoint where maybe you are a left leaner and, you know, you're seeing a bunch of people that you may not know well or some of your family are right leaners and maybe they're posting stuff and you just don't agree with it. Well, Nowadays, it's very popular for you to just absolutely destroy somebody, be personal, and just absolutely be hateful with them. And you're going to have all of their friends and everybody else looking at this particular thought or writing, you know, on your feed. And they're going to interact with it. And they're going to be like, hi, you're a bully. And they're just going to keep coming at you because you disagreed with them. You know, and it doesn't matter which side you're on. This is going to occur on both sides. And the question is, is would you consider that chaos? Because if you're the kind of person that likes to actually see pictures of people's families when they're doing stuff, activities, recipes, um, maybe it's an art project of a non-controversial topic, then you love seeing that stuff. But then all of a sudden you start seeing all this other crap that gets thrown in there. And you're like, you see it and it elicits some form of emotional reaction. To me, that would be the chaos. Because instead of just having a very nice ebb, you know, ebb and flow, you know, now all of a sudden you've got people throwing rocks into the water and you're making all these ripples and you're making all these waves and it's just getting crazy for you. And you're like, what, what is going on with my feed? And that's the thing with people when they get polarized about it or when they get passionate about a subject, they want to share it and they want to express. <coughs> and I apologize. I still have a cold. Um, that's why I didn't do last week. So please forgive me on that one. So how do you protect yourself? I'm going to say something very controversial right now. Um, I'm guilty of this. So I am not the rule. I'm not the exception. Um, I have gotten better at it, but that doesn't mean that I'm perfect. I uh, have 
on occasion been able to just completely disassociate myself with stuff that I don't think matters. And I don't take the bait. And I don't reply. I just see it and just scroll right past it. Sure, it's on my feed, but you know what? I'm going to surf on by because I love them. They're my friends. They're my family, whatever. And to me, that means more to me than replying back to them because I disagree with them. I am a firm believer in civil discourse. I really enjoy the having coffee with somebody and talking about things that are important to me, um, hearing what's important to them, and where it doesn't need to be an actual hateful dialogue. It can actually just be a informative conversation. You're not going to agree that red is your favorite color if your favorite color is green, okay? I mean, that's just the way it is. So if you want to do things a little better for yourself in terms of the chaos, take a breath. And when you're scrolling through your feed, just keep going. Don't stop. You know what it's going to do because you've already had it happen to you. It's already happened to me. I've seen things that uh, people post. And I'm like, why would you post this? This is blah, 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 blah. Well, right now, because information is so just everywhere, everything's fact-checked, everything is, you know, you're, you're never going to just win an argument because nobody's going to concede that you won an argument against them with something they're passionate about. They'll throw an article at you. You'll throw an article at them. They'll say, well, that's not a, that's not, that's not a, that's an opinion site or it's not a real site. That's not newsworthy or this vice versa. <clears throat> so the argument keeps going in circles and circles and circles. And then who wins? Nobody. Because at the end of the day, nobody is going to concede that they are right or they are wrong. There are a few exceptions to this. I'm not saying everybody's the same. Okay. I've had people say, oh, well, you didn't account for this or you should look at this article because it shows this. And I'm like, oh, wow, crap. I was totally wrong, dude. You know, and maybe I'll delete the, uh, the you know, my my piece or whatever on my feed or maybe I'll, you know, correct it or whatever. But I am not opposed to being wrong. I have no problem with that. Show me the facts. I'm good with that. But what I do have a problem with is the apparent feeling of one-sidedness. Um, I have noticed, and I don't know, I, this, is, this is me going way out in left field here, but I have noticed that when I discuss things with my friends, they'll tell me that their feed shows a whole bunch of hate coming from one side and that the censoring and the uh, fact-checking reflects the opposite side of what they support. And vice versa, I've had people on the other side say the exact same thing. So I have to wonder, is it really that the fact-checking is, uh, you know, in opposition to their 
opinion or is this something that the algorithm encourages by figuring out what side of something you're on and tries to kind of get you to just really be like, no, that's not true. That's not true. I mean, is, is the algorithm really helping or is the algorithm or is the algorithm giving a presence of helping even though it's not? And I, I have no fact for this. This is just a, I was just winging that one. Just kind of curious as to what your thoughts were on that. Because I swear, sometimes, oh God, the stuff that comes out. And now you can take any number of social platforms and apply this, okay? There is a ton of social media platforms out there. And each one of those platforms has different avenues or connections that you can make with different people about different things. But my thing is make it content that is meaningful to you. Okay. So if you enjoy running around and having discourse with people, then do that. Um, I don't condone anybody making personal attacks against somebody just because they have a different view than them. I don't think that makes anybody a bad person. I think that there are certain circumstances where <clears throat> hate speech or whatever is just hate speech or bullying is just bullying or, you know, just there's a, there are cases for that. But you have to ask yourself whether or not what you tell them is really going to have an educational difference or whether it's just going to piss them off and make them be like, well, this is not my friend anymore. Okay. There, there is a lot of stuff out there, and you need to decide what's important to you. Um, if you build stuff, follow that. You know, interact with those groups where, you know, it's like that, the little collectives of people that build things, and that's all they do. They talk about making desks or cabinets or sinks or whatever, renovating a bus or renovating an RV or building a home or you know, fixing their roof or doing electrical or making robots or, I mean, the, the sky is the limit. If you're into any kind of specific, focus on that if it matters. Um, if you're on one side or another on a different type of viewpoint, well, then it's okay to make your voice heard, but try to keep it poignant. Try to keep it, you know, factual and, and without emotion. And I know that's difficult, but the problem is, is that other people are going to react with emotion. You want to be the higher ground. You want to be the person that wasn't the one that instigated it. You want to be the person that said, well, I'm interested in hearing what you have to say, but I'm not interested in you bullying me just because I have a different view than you. I mean, it stinks because sometimes you're going to just lose friends because they don't want to have anybody argue with them. You know, their, their point of view is their point of view. They're right. And no matter what you say, they will never be wrong. You know, they will never concede to what it is that you have in your mind or in your heart. So focus on things that are positive that you can do together. Things that are common you know, common ground approaches. I mean, I uh, am a big, big fan of having everybody just get along. I mean, what is so darned important 
that you can't just find common ground knowing that you guys do have a difference of opinion. Isn't that common ground? I mean, we're all human, so that seems to me that's a pretty big common ground right there. I mean, I came up with a little sticker that I put on the back of my bike the other day, and the, uh, the plaque reads, All Together One. Because, honestly, we are one people. The problem is, is that we let people control the strings and decide when and where we get to get along. We shouldn't have to have things like 9-11 occur for us to all get along and find common ground. Because that's the way we are every day, no matter what. But we let people divide us. We let people cause hate. We let people sow chaos. Why do we do that? I know that a lot of people right now are sore on like racism topics and stuff like that. Because I detest racism. I think it's horrible. But I'm going to tell you right now that there is absolutely no reason ever to substitute one form of racism for another. Ever. We are a melting pot of awesome people in our country. We have so many people from so many different walks of life with so many wonderful stories of where they came from. And everybody deserves the opportunity to talk about their story. Everybody has the opportunity to succeed. Everybody has the opportunity to make themselves better. And everybody deserves that. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't have to work for it. Everybody needs to work just as hard as everybody else to get to where they want to be. Success means different things to different people. And the problem is, is that sometimes we speak different languages on what that success means. Sometimes we speak different languages in what our feelings are, are, or are, can't talk today, apparently. Our feelings are all our own. We are all individuals. We are all wonderful people. You know, I'm, and I, obviously I'm not talking about people that are just bad, okay? There are bad people. They do bad things, and that's not acceptable either. But understand that other people view things in a different way than you do. Just because they don't say the same thing that you do doesn't mean they don't believe the same way you do. It just means that they express themselves differently. As an individual, you shouldn't have to conform to anybody else to be in the group. You should be able to express yourself the way that you're comfortable with expressing yourself. You know, and there's all kinds of different ways and meanings that can take. But at the end of the day, it's like you also have to understand that other people have different viewpoints than you do. Other people have different feelings than you do. Everybody has their own story. We are individually as some of our experience, but all together we are humans. We are a nation. We need to start growing up and acting like people that care about one another instead of who's entitled to what and what, what is unfair, what's not unfair. That shouldn't be like that. This should be like that. There's nothing saying that people can't get together to help others when they see something that they think is a problem. That's fine. But remember, it's not always about 
what the message is. It's how the message is delivered. Be considerate of others and keep that in mind. Just be decent people to one another. You know, there's no entitlement generation, okay? Nothing in life is free, okay? And when I say that, I mean nothing worth having is free. If you don't work for it, you don't appreciate it. If you don't buy it, you don't appreciate it. If you didn't work your butt off to be able to buy that car that you've always wanted, then it's not worth having. You know, I know it's easy to say, well, if somebody gave me this much money, I'd go out and buy this. But would you really appreciate it or would you just start assuming that you were entitled to it? Think about it. Is it really rewarding to feel entitled to something. Anyway, I'm going to leave you on that. That is my view on the chaos that's been going around lately. I hope you enjoyed this, and uh, I look forward to talking to you next time. So, until then, thank you for listening to me, Clyde, on a various media.